hello and welcome back to episode 146 of the Talk of Fame podcast with your host, Kaima Tini. On today's episode, we are joined by Fiona Frills. She's a founder of Freelance. Is that, is that right? Freelance? It's like Frillance. It's like oh. if you pronounce it like Brilliance, like Brilliance, but with an F. So like Frillance. It's hard to pronounce. People do that all the time. So don't worry. <laughs> and she's also a YouTuber. And thanks so much for joining. Like I'm super excited to have you on. Yes, thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited to chat, answer some questions. It's going to be fun. Mm, for sure. And like, what made you want to start your company? Like, Freelance. I don't know why I keep saying Freelance. But like, what made you kind of like want to start it? Uh, well, it's kind of a, a long story, but I'll make it shorter. So basically, I I grew up loving makeup. Like when I was eight years old, I was digging through my aunt's makeup bag and like drawing all over my face with her like lipstick. It was not a good look for me, but I just always loved makeup. And I started using more, started buying more products, using skincare products at a very young age. And my skin started breaking out around the age of like 11 and 12. And I was like, whoa, like what's going on? And people around me were telling me like, oh, it's just your hormones. Like it's just being a teenager. And I was like, I feel like there's like a deeper rooted issue here. So I started researching the ingredients and the products I was using and I found such harmful ingredients. So a light bulb went off. I was like, I want to start a beauty and skincare company for teens. So the whole brand is dedicated towards teens. So that'd be like Gen Z, Gen Alpha. And yeah, it's super, it's amazing. But yeah, I definitely struggled with my skin in the beginning. And that's what kind of sparked this idea. Mm-hmm. Like, like especially with being a teenager like oftentimes people want to go out wearing makeup and like they didn't people oftentimes don't realize that makeup can cause acne and that's what yeah. my sister told me like when before I even started makeup I was probably like 10 or 11 and I was like she's like you know makeup will make you get acne right I'm like really like that happens but then like you probably think like, it's your hormones but then if you start wearing makeup it'll help like bring more acne to your face and oftentimes yeah. I see like uh, more times I wear makeup the more times I probably see more acne on my face yeah no it's so true like there is there's a handful of brands that just are supposedly like good for acne prone skin and they're really not and their ingredients like are just detrimental to sensitive skin and most teenagers do have sensitive skin so it's I know it's frustrating like there's nothing Mm -hmm. worse than being like agitated with your skin and trying to figure out like why you're breaking out Mm -hmm. like did you like suffer with skincare or makeup that didn't make you kind of break out or is it all skincare and makeup that made you break out not all I I can't say all because there are like there are some good brands out there but the issue is a lot of a lot of brands target their ingredients and their products for adults so there's like retinols in there which can be very harmful on teen skin uh there's a few brands that are very popular right now and they are definitely targeted towards like an older audience but a younger audience is buying them and it can like create so much skin irritation like rashes like puffiness swelling itchiness like there is a lot of brands that just use ingredients that aren't good for that young skin so our products incorporate very clean simple products and ingredients so it doesn't 
like agitate that young skin because there's some ingredients that I'm just like, no, no, no. Like a kid should not be using that. Mm, like what are some products that you think are like that? Like, oh, kids shouldn't be using it. Because I know some com- big com- companies usually are like, oh, like people go buy my products because it's so popular. Like, what do you think there's some brands that kind of do that? I, I got it. I don't want to like throw shade at these brands, but I'll like say a few. Most of them are like very large brands. There's one that isn't so large, but um, Neutrogena, Clean and Clear, um, Cetaphil, CeraVe, which are all like supposedly good for sensitive teen skin. But mm-hmm. with like my research and other people's research, there's a lot of different opinions online about those like brands, but they just don't use high quality ingredients. And I just don't think that they're good for teen skin. And then another brand, which is more of a luxury brand is Drunk Elephant. They, their products are, are, are honestly pretty good overall but they're targeted towards like a 30 plus old person and a lot of young people are using it because it's super trendy right now and I've heard horror stories about kids skin like getting super puffy itchy having like reactions so um yeah those are a few brands but I don't I like you know I mean to each is their own if that works for you then keep using it but I think in the end it's not the best for your skin Mm-hmm. And like your makeup company is is featured at Walmart and CVS stores. Like, what was it like to kind of launch it into like big kind of stores like Walmart and CVS? You know, it it's very exciting overall. Like, I have I've grown up going into those stores, and it's very surreal to have my products in select stores. We're in. 500 Walmarts and 150 plus CVS stores. So we're not in all of them, but it's been very exciting. It is challenging though, because we are a small company. So bigger brands have huge budgets that they can put all their money into production for these stores. So for us, it was definitely a bit of a struggle in the beginning, but things are going really well. I mean, the process of working with these huge companies is just such like an incredible learning experience and just meeting all these talented people along the way is incredible. Mm-hmm. And do you like do all this yourself or do you have like a full team like with you? I don't have a full team. Uh, so it, in the beginning, it was just me and my mom. And that was like, I mean, really right now, it's still me and my mom like that. The, we are like the main people who like do everything. Uh, we do contract people out. So we have someone that helps with overall like management so they like manage all the projects that we're working on to make sure we're like in order we have a designer we have a writer um but no full-time employees besides my mom and I so and we have a lab of course that like produces our products in Hayward California um but yeah it's it's a small small team but I'm very grateful for our small team we we do great things (laughs) yeah and like what was it kind of the process of getting your brand into Walmart CVS like was it kind of like a long process because I know for some brands it takes like like months years or even weeks to get into the stores yeah so for for Walmart it took us about a year so they they plan everything a year in advance like that's like Walmart's and most like Target, Walmart, CVS, Ulta, most companies do that. They've planned so far in advance. So 
like I mean like in December they start working on the next Christmas launch so like they're always doing things like super far in advance so yes it does take a while so the process is you have a meeting with a buyer and that would be there's so many different buyers for each different department there's like very small departments too so like skincare is one acne care is one which we're in acne care uh in Walmart and then there's like the toy section the toilet paper section like there's all these different buyers so you meet with your buyer and you present a presentation to them and explain the brand they ask questions and if they're interested then you move forward to talking again and again and again and then they decide if they want to put you on the shelves and then there's a huge process from there which I could get into more but overall it it takes it takes some time for sure it's about like a year so yeah it's like kind of process before it goes into like stores Yep. Yeah. And then it takes a, cause basically we, we, sh they order like POs, which are like purchase orders and we ship them out to different DCs. So different like distributing centers across the U S and they, they ship from there to their stores. So it takes a while for even the products to hit the shelves. So it's a process. I never knew how detailed it was. And it always has me thinking about like how they ship milk. Cause like milk, it can expire so quickly. So yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, it's just like mind blowing to me how many details go into these companies like it's crazy and I only know like this much of it so it's it's crazy yeah or even ice cream like how can ice cream not melt unless they have like a freezer in like the plate or however they shut them unless they get freezers and they just put them in like I just if they don't then I'm like how do they not freeze like how do they not melt I they have a crazy system I'm sure because even if they're like picking up the ice cream pallets and like there's stacks of ice cream, they have to put it in a freezer. Like it has to go from freezer to freezer to freezer. So like there, mm. there can't be an air. Like imagine if like the truck driver broke down with ice cream in his car, like the ice cream would probably like melt, like the refrigeration would get all messed up. Like it's so crazy to think about how many errors mm. there could be, but they, I mean, they do a great job. Clearly there's ice cream on the shelves. That is perfect. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, true to that. And like, what are some ways people can like prevent breaking out on like their face or whatever, like on your body or something? There, so I mean, I I think there's two factors to breaking out. So there's like internal things that can break you out, like food, drinks, um, certain ingredients, which I can talk about a little bit if you want me to. Um, and then there's also the skincare and what you're putting on your face element. So for, for the internal stuff, everyone has different, like slight allergies. Like I, I took a allergy test and it came back that I am slightly allergic to gluten, dairy, soybeans, um, green beans, like a bunch of random foods, but uh, normally in general, uh, dairy does flare up acne. It just in general, is not the most helpful ingredient. If you're trying to like clear your skin, um, something that I do recommend having is sauerkraut. Have you had sauerkraut before? No, I don't think I ever heard of it. Is it like food or something? It is. It's a, it's a different kind of taste. So it's pickled cabbage. So it's like fermented. So there's a lot of like good, like bacteria. I hate the word bacteria, but it's called, they call it good bacteria. And it helps like with your gut. It helps just overall with your like immune system and everything. And I've noticed a huge difference when I'm eating sauerkraut with my skin. So a lot of like fermented foods, things that are gut healing will help your skin. 
And then uh, for skincare, I mean, there's like a list of ingredients that I think that people shouldn't put on their skin. Uh, one of them, which is a surprise one, is coconut oil. I feel like coconut oil is kind of labeled as like a healthy thing, which it is if you eat it, like it's good for you, but not on your skin. It is the most like comedogenic oil there is. And even though it is natural, it is not good for your skin. Uh, so yeah, those are some like random little facts that I, I have. Oh, I didn't know coconut oil like you should like does that because like my sister and my mom are like into like oils and stuff and I think they, they put it on their face or something. I don't know like what they did, but now I actually know I have like have an idea like in case they put it on their face or something. Yeah. Tell them don't use coconut oil. Like coconut oil is not, I mean, some people don't have like super sensitive skin and like, I'm so jealous of those people, but yeah. in general coconut oil isn't the best. It's I've used it in my hair, but I've gotten back acne from putting it in my hair. So I will oh, not really? use it. Oh yeah. Like your hair products can affect, like if you have body acne, the shampoo and the conditioner and the leave-in conditioner that you're using could easily be affecting that. So I don't know there's so many different things to watch out for and it's like kind of overwhelming. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, like I have sensitive skin too. So it's like anything I put on my face or something, I'm like, it's always like breaking out or something. Yeah, it's frustrating. I know. It, what really bugs me is I feel like brands like lie so much about their oh, products yeah. and they like lead us on to thinking it's going to like clear our skin and do all these amazing things. And it's just like a bunch of lies. Like it doesn't help. Mm -hmm. If anything, sometimes it makes it worse. Uh, so yeah, our mission at Frilliance is to do the opposite. I always want to be very transparent and all of our ingredients are high quality, like luxury ingredients, which is awesome. Our lab produces, I, I don't think I can actually say the names of the brands that they produce, but very big, um, luxury brands and all of our ingredients are phenomenal and we keep it at a low price, which is hard to do. Um, but yeah, it's, our ingredients are great. Mm -hmm. like how do you like test like your products before it like comes out in stores and stuff like is there like a whole, whole like kind of process like in labs and stuff like how like how do you usually test your products before it becomes like in stores and stuff online yeah totally so to launch like any product you have to do testing there's different like levels to testing so you can do like the basic lab test so our lab does the basic lab test, which I believe they let our products sit for three months. They want to make sure that nothing happens with the ingredients. There's no sorts of like, no sorts, is that even a word? There's no sort of uh, like bacteria that's growing, anything that's separating. And then we also have our lab ship it to a different testing facility, which tests for non-comedogenic, which means it won't clog your pores, cruelty-free testing, which our lab is completely cruelty-free. I like go up there like, decently often and my mom does um and then they also test for uh dermatology testing so they run a bunch of different tests in these labs and they have no guarantee that like you know it will come back like good so you could create a whole product and it wouldn't be good that's never happened to us so that's really good um mm. but yeah all of our products are non-comedogenic tested hypoallergenic tested dermatology tested and cruelty free tested so yeah mm. Yeah, it's like, it seems like it's like tested for everything, right? Yeah, it basically, I'm sure there's probably other ones that we could do, but those are like the most important to me. So yeah, and it's expensive to do testing. You have to spend a lot oh. of money, like thousands of dollars for each Oh, product. really? Cost that much? Yes. Oh, yes. It's crazy. Everything costs so much more money than you think. 
And it's frustrating. I'm like, oh my God, why is this so expensive? But uh, the testing is for sure worth it, but definitely a bit crazy. I'm like, wow, interesting. Mm, is that for each product or products that you just bring in, like a package or whatever? No, that's for each product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do it for each. Yeah, because every single formula is different. So they, they they have to do it for everything, which is crazy. Um, you can sometimes get a bundle deal if you do like five at a time, but yeah, they, you know, it's, it's expensive for sure. That's actually pretty insane. I didn't think that was like how much like for products to sell it. I thought it was probably a couple hundred. Like, but oh, to think that they costed that much is actually like surprising to me. Yeah, no, I agree. I was surprised too. I've been honestly always surprised. I feel like this, this job is like, like just a constant surprise. I'm like, oh, I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, so yeah, no, the the price of everything, I mean, is just quite crazy, especially with like what's going on right now. And during COVID, there was so many different issues that were happening uh, with like shipping and just like people were like not having enough ingredients. So they would jack up the price and it was just, it was craziness. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting how much money things cost. Mm -hmm. Like how old were you like when you started this? Like, were you kind of like really young or how old were you when you started? I was 13. So yeah, I was young for sure. I, uh, yeah, it, definitely, definitely a bit of a youngster. I believe I started the idea though when I was 12 and then we launched when I was 13. So I'm now 19. So it's been, it's been, a, it's been like six years, which is crazy to me. Ooh, that's crazy. Like you started about like a year before me. I started like everything when I was like 14. So you started earlier than I did. That's crazy. Yeah, no, but congratulations. That's like anyone starting things young, I'm always so happy about. I like think it's just so inspiring, especially like young, young women. I think it's, it's incredible. Mm -hmm, right back at you. And like, what is like your company's kind of mission in the whole business? Like, what do you want people to kind of take away from your business? Overall, I mean, as a kid, I struggled a lot in, in school with all sorts of different things. And I feel like overall teens out of everyone get put down the most, their ideas get put down, they're just, they're always called just teenagers. Like the amount of time that I've heard that, I'm just like, oh my God, like not again. So mm -hmm. my whole mission is to bring teen teenagers up and really inspire them and help them follow their, their dreams, which I know sounds cheesy, but I really think that there's not enough like help and support for teenagers. So that is a huge, huge goal. I'm starting actually like an advisory board. So I really want to bring more teens into the business as I'm getting older because I'm 19 and I always want their teen teens to be involved in this. So that is a huge mission for me. And overall, just helping with their self-confidence and how they feel about themselves. So it's all about like empowering teens, basically. Mm, I love that. And like, you also are a YouTuber as well. Like, how do you kind of find your passion and pursue both your YouTube career and as a founder itself? Like, how do you kind of pursue, like, your passion and this never stop your, what you're doing each day? I mean, honestly, like, passion is very important. And I also think that discipline is very important. Like, you have to be able to discipline yourself and be like, I need to do this today. I have to do this. I have to keep doing this until I see some sort of, like, you know, way it's going. It could be going south. It could be going north. It could be going west. Like, whatever way it's going. And just always coming back 
to your work. Like that is something that you have to do because a lot of people do give up and that, you know, I get that. Like some days I'm like, oh my God, I have so much to do. I just want to like give up for a second. And I, I feel like determination and discipline and persistence is really what keeps someone going. Yeah, for sure. Like even like as like a host and I'm a founder as well, even, even as I kind of balance, like, both things and things you do in like your personal life, it's obviously very hard to do everything at once with your work. And sometimes you're like, oh, I need a break. Like, I want to do things like for my own good. Like, I just want to take a break for a day. Like, is this like I'm going nonstop? Like, in like, it's okay to take a break. Like, even it's okay to stop what you're doing, take a day for yourself and just like, hey, like, I want to go out with my friends today or I want to um, travel for a couple of days or do something besides work. It, it can be very difficult to kind of stop what you're doing and do things other than your work. It, it's obviously very difficult, but then you have to realize that like you have, you can do other things with your life besides work. And that's just yeah. something I had to realize. And, and I'm still re- realizing that to this day after two almost two years of doing this is that like it's okay to take a break it's okay to cancel things for a day just take a sub back and just be like hey like and that's not well today like can we push this like it's okay if I take a day break for myself and get other things done and doing this you know yeah no I I think I feel like it really depends on the person and like and what's going on for them like some days like I really do want to take a break and I can't because I have like meetings that I've been waiting for for like weeks that I have to do but I think it's important to plan ahead and take time for yourself like I fully agree with you like you have to take a break and like let yourself I mean have fun you know like that's a huge thing I feel like we don't I don't know as a founder sometimes I feel like I'm always like thinking about so many different things I kind of forget that I'm like living and I have a life on earth I'm like oh wait let me go like sightsee let me go like snowboarding let me go do something um so yeah no it's it's very important to oh my god sorry Mm -mm. when I talk too much my voice will like give out on me for a second I'm like no stop um I'm I'm the same exact way don't worry (laughs) I know I'm like oh god I talk so much that I think my voice just hates me it's like stop talking please um but yeah I fully agree with you that it's important to take breaks um and plan them ahead so you can take time for yourself Mm -hmm. and like I want to ask you this is kind of similar to the last question I asked you but what would you say is like the hardest part about being a founder and like especially a teen a young adult founder like what is like the hardest part because you're only 19. Yeah yeah no I mean there's a lot of things honestly I will say I think one of them which I've grown to of like kind of understand more is kind of being bullied and being looked at differently. Like that Mm -hmm. is something that I have never not had. Like I started doing like acting and modeling when I was eight and then I switched to YouTube and then I started this brand and I've always been looked at like the oddball, like, oh, what is she doing? Like, oh, she's not going to succeed. Oh, she's so weird. Like the amount of times that I got called like the weird YouTuber is insane. Like I, I, I can't even count how many times I got called that. Um, And now I'm like, you know what? It's good to be different. It's good to be yourself. Usually when people are hating on you or not supporting you, it means you're doing something different and it means you're doing something that is 
out of the ordinary, which can make something very beautiful, in my opinion. Like if I listened to those people, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm so grateful where I am today. So I think that overall, just not listening to all the noise is something that you have to learn. And I think it's so important to not give a crap about someone else's opinion sometimes it's just you can't listen to them and you have to keep pushing for you and doing this for you uh even if that means that you know someone's gonna be like whispering behind your back because those people don't matter in the long run like the people who call me weird youtubers i will never see again in my life and that's that um so shutting out the clutter and the noise and all of the background sounds is like something that you have to do if you're pursuing something different that not everyone else is doing. Yeah, for sure. Like, even if like you're doing work like this, like you will receive hate no matter what. Like, I'm sure like you'll get like a lot of feedback from like people and be like, hey, I love what you're doing. But then there's also a bad side of it where you get hate in this like, this honestly stinks because like, obviously like, You'll have those people that are like, oh, why are you doing this? You're weird. And they blah, blah, blah. Just like those type of things. But then like, they're just like kind of like insanely jealous. Like they're just rather tear people down just because they're pursuing their passion rather than loving their own lives. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. like, it's like rather bullying people to make themselves more happier than they are. Yeah, it's true. And also you have to like always keep in mind that when someone's hating on you or pushing like negative energy onto you, it's always because of them. It's not because of you necessarily. Like you may maybe it reminds them of something from their past and they get really frustrated with themselves or they're having like a really hard time at home. Usually an angry person is has something going on behind the scenes that you don't know about. And I think that's always very important to keep in mind. Like I never believe like fight fire with fire. Like sometimes we all have our bad days and we maybe want to snap back, but I try not to as much as I possibly can. So uh, yeah, I think that it's important to understand that those people are hurting in some sort of way and you just gotta like keep going for you. Mm, for sure. And like with your YouTube channel, like what type like what type of content do you like usually make on your YouTube channel? Is it like all like kind of beauty tips or what kind of things do you usually post? Well, right now I'm posting only like shorts and TikTok. So YouTube shorts, which are like the shorter version of TikTok. And um Right now I'm posting like beauty videos, skincare videos. Uh, I test a bunch of different things. Like I'll test like random things that I feel like teenagers like to watch. Uh, I do a lot of nail videos. I have like an obsession with getting my nails done. Um, so a bunch of like kind of girly-ish content, like hair videos um, and just overall lots of testing of different products, like foods, products, um, places. I just try to like kind of show my life and things I love. So yeah amazing and like the last thing I have for you is what is some advice for kind of uh founders and youtubers that are just setting out or I want to be in that position yeah totally I I say like fully do it I think it is the most empowering just beautiful thing to do because you learn so much about yourself you learn so much oh my god English you learn so much about overall just everything that you are pursuing and I think that is just so educational and inspiring just just that itself and also I think it's very important to keep at it like be consistent that is something that I think will always outweigh like ah, 
God, I wait, actually, I'm like not speaking right right this second. Mm -hmm. My brain just like went a whole other place. Um, mm -hmm. But basically what I'm trying to say is, uh, you know, it's really, it's important to stay persistent and stay consistent. I think that will, will always help. And if you don't give up, eventually you're going to succeed. You have to mm -hmm. change and evolve course but I think it's important to stay consistent and you got this I feel like overall like I support you I don't know what you're doing yet but I'm, I'm excited for you for sure like it's like the key to like success is because like is being persistent and working hard each day like that's something I learned like even though you like the journey is tough in some ways it's just like you just try to get through it and be persistent because if you don't get through it then you're not going to succeed in any way yeah very true very true I fully agree Mm -hmm, for sure. And I wanted to ask, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You mean so much. I love what you're doing. And I really appreciate you taking time to come on. And where can people find you on social media if they want to connect with you? Uh, my So my social media is Fiona Frills. Uh, it's like F-I-O-N-A-F-R-I-L-L-S. And then my website and other pages is Frilliance. It's uh, spelt like brilliance, but with an F. So yeah. Amazing. Thanks so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. And everyone go connect with her. She's amazing. And just seeing so much of taking time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Of course. I'll definitely talk to you soon. We should definitely do one of these again soon. For sure. Yes, for sure. Let's do it. Awesome. Enjoy awesome. your Sunday. <laughs> thank you. You too. Have a okay. good day. Thank you. You too.